Hey Reapers, welcome back. We're talking about Ted Bundy. You ready? In November of 1946, Ted was born to Louise at a women's shelter for unwed mothers in Vermont. Shortly after, they ended up going to live with Louise's father in Pennsylvania. Now, it is alleged that Louise's father is actually Ted Bundy's biological father. There's no mention of a, another guy, so I'll kind of authorize points on him. But again, hearsay, allegedly, we don't know. In 1951, Louise ended up moving to Tacoma, Washington, where she met John Bundy. John ended up adopting Ted, giving him his last name, where now we all know him as Ted Bundy. There's not really a lot on his childhood on as to why he really dislikes women with dark hair parted down the middle. It just, it, I haven't found anything. If you guys are able to find something, please let me know. Send it my way. I'd love to hear about it. Love to tell the masses. Bundy was a very nice, charming, handsome man. He was around six feet tall. He had these deep, penetrating eyes. Ooh. Uh, he ended up graduating from the University of Washington, and then he was in the process of law school when he decided to pretty much go off the rails. Bundy was actually working for a call center that was a crisis line, so he would help talk people off the ledge. That's where Anne Rule met him. If you don't know who Anne Rule is, go look her up. I promise you will not be disappointed. Go read her books. It's crazy too because Anne Rule never suspected that he was the one doing all the killings. Trust your gut. Bundy seemed to be very clever when he would try to lure his victims in. He ended up going to Lake Sammamish where he approached two women, one in the morning and one in the afternoon, by saying that he needed help with his boat. Including one woman uh, who ended up reporting him at the University of Florida saying that he was walking back from the library and he seemed to be struggling. He had one arm that was in his cast and she had offered to help him and so they walked back. Then he was like, oh, well, come get my car. And then he was like, get my car. And she ran, she was out. She knew right then and there and that was not a good idea. So Bundy got weird and got obsessed with college girls. So he ended up going to Florida State University and he decided to go into Chai Omega and then just cause total and utter destruction in their house. Now, author Richard Larson had said that a tornado of violence touched down at the Chai Omega sorority house that day that Bundy had showed up. Nita Neri ended up walking back in from a date and she had discovered that there was blood everywhere she ended up going to check on her sisters and they started running around checking on each other making sure you know okay or be alive like what happened what's going on the first victim was found karen chandler was a survivor of the child mega house her head was badly beaten in and she was very very bloody kathy kleiner was also found and she was also abused and beaten however she was alive but very very bloody at this time, someone had called the police and they ended up walking into Lisa Levy's room. Now, by the time they got to Lisa Levy, they had seen that there was blood everywhere. They tried to wake her up, tried to see if she would respond or anything. They got to her, they had moved her over and she was already cyanotic. Her lips were purple, face was just pretty much drained. They said that she had the glaze of death in her eyes. Now, this is very brutal and I am going to describe it. I apologize in advance. Margaret Bowman was found next. She had ligature marks around her neck, and it looked like that Bundy had tried to pull so forcefully that he had tried to decapitate her. An hour and a half later, Bundy decided, you know what, the sorority house wasn't enough, just wasn't enough blood. Let me, let me go try to hurt somebody else again. So what did he do? Poor Cheryl Thomas had the unfortunate encounter with Bundy. 
Thankfully, uh, Cheryl's neighbor had called the police and ended up scaring Bunny off, so he bolted. Cheryl was found beaten, bloody. There was a two by three next to her bed. There was a pile of semen. It was later found that Bunny would end up beat his victims and then butter himself. This man was not stopping, but guess what? He got caught by an officer just patrolling around. On February 15, 1978, Officer David Lee was just patrolling around when he saw a yellow Volkswagen bug that was just kind of cruising along, ran a couple stop signs that had matched the description, and he was like, you know what, I'm just going to pull him over and we'll see what happens. Sure enough, it was Bundy. Bundy's trial was pretty much a circus. It was televised. Bundy decided to represent himself. He ended up getting married in court to try to like throw the judge a curveball he didn't make any sense whatsoever there was a woman by the name of nita neary who ended up placing him at the scene of the sorority house the night that that horrific day happened and you could just see bundy's just kind of like i don't i don't know what to do now the forensic evidence throughout this trial was just insane the centerpiece for all of it were the bite marks that were found on Lisa Levy's buttocks. They ended up taking a mold of Bundy's teeth just to confirm that he did, in fact, bite her. In July of 1979, Bundy was found guilty for the murders of Lisa Levy and Margaret Bowman, along with the assaults of the other females. He was sentenced to 270 years for the murders. 270 years for the murders and assaults that you committed. Ultimately, Bundy ended up getting the death penalty. For those of you who are curious, there are photos out there on the internet um, of Bundy after his execution. Now, there was a very huge turnout for Bundy's execution. This man had caused chaos and sleepless nights for thousands of people. And as it says right here, a crowd of 500 were cheering for this man to be executed. It blows my mind that Bundy maintained his innocence all the way until his last breath. They ended up cutting Bundy's brain out so that they could do some research on it. And they do that with a lot of the serial killers to see if that there's something in there, if there's like a, a killer gene or what, because it, it doesn't make any sense why so many people are causing these mass murders nuts all right everybody well that's it for me today thank you so much for stopping in and listening to the reaper report tell your friends send me some suggestions let me know how you're feeling good bad i want to hear it i love to hear it have a beautiful day make good choices and i'll talk to you next time